Welcome to the IVC podcast, where we help brands navigate audience engagement in times of change. My name is Phil Stanley, and I am a senior strategist at Envision Communications. Today, we're going to talk about our clients' event ecosystems. They have been fragmented by the pandemic's isolation, and that fragmentation requires a realignment of their goals and objectives. And what that means is we need to consider a new evolved strategic approach to both sponsorship and expo management. In response to this fragmentation, Envision has partnered with a company called Event Marketing Partners. We feel this is a necessary add-on to building the overall attendee journey. Joining me today is my good friend, Gordon Stake. Gordon, welcome, and thanks for joining us. Thank you, Phil, and thank you for the opportunity to have a great discussion with a, with a good friend on event marketing sponsorships. We've had years of experience selling sponsorships at leading events and look forward to our discussion today. Awesome. So we'll start uh, the first part of our discussion, you know, focused on creating a new normal. Or now remember, you know, during the years prior to the pandemic, where sponsors and exhibitors really were viewed primarily as sources of, of revenue by our clients. And, you know, sponsors in turn viewed their attendees as commodities, you know, really sort of you know, faceless figures. The result was uh, really a couple things. We saw decreased uh, sponsorship value. We saw declining exhibit hall attendance, too much of the activity was being moved off of the show floor. And when we conducted measurement, we realized that dwell times were also diminishing. And most importantly, what we saw is that the expo floor lacked decision makers. That's right, Phil. Seems like so much has happened since then. I really do think the pandemic, there's a lot of learnings that came out of it. Um, as we think about returning to live events, we need to reevaluate our, client, our clients' event ecosystem of attendees, sponsors, and exhibitors. The pandemic's isolation fragmented their ecosystem. We can bring it back together by a realignment of goals and objectives. What we need is an evolved strategic approach to sponsorship and expo hall management. We're really, we really are developing a new normal for sponsorships at these times. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Sponsorship packages, you know, really have to consider uh, the hybrid experience and they need to focus on, you know, putting this new B2B buyer uh, at the heart of, of, of that sponsorship strategy. And, you know, that really entails weaving sponsors into uh, an overarching ecosystem story. And, and that really sort of that manifests itself in a couple of ways. First, clients need to take ownership of how sponsors and exhibitors show up at events, which prior to the pandemic was, was absolutely a challenge. Uh, next, uh, sponsors, and we've always known this, that you know, sponsors want thought leadership opportunities. But What's critical to those thought leadership opportunities is, you know, providing them with the guidelines uh, of, of, of how to present 
their stories. Uh, we also know that, that the show floor uh, has to deliver those moments of, of interaction, whether it's one-to-one, -one, you know, uh, viewing a, uh, a demonstration uh, or those more intimate um, uh, one-to-few uh, engagements where there can be, you know, multiple uh, viewpoints uh, being discussed. And then finally, we have to provide them with uh, insights uh, from a brand's customer data. And, and with the way technology has evolved, we have reams of data. And this is one of the best ways uh, to, to, to utilize that, that data. Uh, also, um, what, what, when we develop these curated experiences uh, for our attendees by using this kind of data, uh, what we start to see is a higher return uh, on the experience uh, for their investment dollars. So, so Gordon, I want to pose a question to you. Um, so before you start with a client, uh, what are you seeing when you review uh, their sponsorship uh, packages? It's a great question, Phil, because there isn't much change from 2019, and that's the challenge. I always like to say to clients, you can you cannot simply drop your 2019 agenda and sponsorship strategy into an event today. The pandemic has taught us so much that we can apply to our industry. Most sponsorships and exhibit models are based upon selling pre-packaged tiered opportunities like we've done it for 20 or 30 years before. These tiers are designed to feature multiple companies. Sponsors need to be able to customize their presence at an event to maximize their value. In fact, Phil, in 2019, Exhibitor Magazine's survey stated that 52% of companies would rather a la carte options rather than tiered options. And that, my friend, was three years ago. Looking back, the tiered sponsor format was already feeling misaligned with the needs of B2B buyers. Buyers were showing up at events already in the sales funnel, whether sponsors or exhibitors realized it or not. The typical B2B buyer has already researched your sponsors' products and services. They know who they want to see on your show floor. But that's not the biggest challenge, is it, Phil? No, not, not from what we've seen. You know, really the biggest challenge uh, with the old model is that it never contemplated virtual events. And so because we were all uh, so frazzled and crazed uh, when the pandemic started and events were getting shut down and we were able to, to move into the virtual space, you know, brands instinctively just tried to replicate the in-person sponsorships into the virtual space. And this really just uh, created, you know, all, all sorts of challenges, uh, including the fact that attendees did not have the intention spans nor the interest to spend hours uh, on virtual trade show floors. And frankly, uh, the, sponsor, the sponsor booth staffs, uh, they, they didn't have the level of engagement. They didn't have, you know, the dwell times. Um, and so, um, you know, qualified leads, you know, did not materialize. And sponsors, for the most part, lost uh, interest in investing in virtual overlays, you know, really because of the lack of qualified leads. So now here we are, two plus years later, and these trends have all, you know, been accelerated. 
Event attendees have higher expectations for engagement. They expect sponsors to know them as a persona. And they also expect that, you know, brands know how to communicate with them. And for sponsors, you know, who are now investing in your event, they have an expectation that they will get more bang for the buck from their booth, from the floor activations, and from their sponsorship. Uh, but Gordon, we, you know, where at this point, we, you know, where do you think we we go from here? You know, Phil, let me add to what you were just saying, though. A very interesting story during the pandemic. One of our clients actually paid us to manage and host their booth for the virtual event platform. And then Slack, when an attendee came to visit, Slack, one of their experts, to now join us for, for a discussion because the value they were getting from those opportunities, like you said, were not what they were doing in the past. So the new model focuses on the collaboration and development of the right sponsorship opportunity. The goal is creating mutually beneficial sponsorships that are aligned to the event owners and the sponsors' goals and objectives. Phil, the exhibitor survey uh, I mentioned earlier, in the same survey, 37 sponsors pitched new sponsorship ideas to the host company. Why? Because these are the benefits that met their objectives for the event to help them make their RI requirements for that event. Your sponsorship strategy has to evolve to meet the needs of your ecosystem. Sponsors know how to sell. That's a given. Where they have struggled is with the event strategy and the way in which they show up at events. They communicate as if it was an infomercial. We can help them with integrating the host's messaging with their own and show the value of unbiased thought leadership opportunities. The role of our clients is different in the new model, right, Phil? Yeah, uh, uh, for sure. I mean, it, 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 it's really really comes down to, you know, our clients uh, needing a process, you know, a process for uh, developing this new model. And it, be, you know, it really starts, you know, with a, with a discovery. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's conversations uh, with the, 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 the sponsor, the sponsorship sales team, uh, as well as the event team. And it happens, you know, as early as possible in the in the planning process, so that the experience design uh, of the event, uh, the experience design of the show floor, uh, that that the needs of the sponsor, the needs of the of of our clients, uh, are immediately uncovered, known, and then we can 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 build the, the best possible. Uh, experience. And, you know, that, that allows us to have this uh, curated ecosystem uh, for the attendees and not just a disjointed collection of, you know, logos and, and, and booths. It, 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 one thing to say though, Phil, it's important to mention that sponsors will not get everything they desire. One of the things we're saying is you cannot customize every sponsorship opportunity. You've got to pick and choose those, those most important partners. Maybe you do it by tiers, but allow any sponsor to come to you with what they're trying to accomplish in, the, in those discovery meetings so you can understand and create a sponsorship opportunity that meets both the host company and, and the sponsor. The focus must remain on the attendee and the sponsor's business needs, right? That's what's most important. What's the value 
of a sponsor talking to an attendee is to make sure that the, the, the attendee's needs are being met. It will result in a higher rate of return. A recent 2022 WARC, W-A-R-C study reports 44% of marketing executives find sponsorship to be the least understood channel in terms of ROI. That's a problem for, for our industry. The key is the alignment of goals and objectives during a discovery, which you mentioned, Phil, and mapping them back to relevant KPIs. Phil, what sticks out in your mind from the spring? You know, there, there, there really are a couple things. And um, I, I think that I'll, I'll, I'll tie this, this first part of my comment um, back to the exhibitor study that you talked about. And, you know, I find it really interesting that, that you know, sponsors uh, were, were coming to, to the, host, the host client to, to, you know, talk about uh, their needs and come up with ideas for sponsorship because, you know, we had uh, a couple of, 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 of clients of mine um, who, uh, who told us that, that their, their sponsors uh, wanted no part of the virtual overlay uh, of of their of their hybrid event, and I you know I found that really interesting. Uh, you know that juxtaposed to you know to to what you just described uh, as part of that uh, as part of that survey. But you know some of the things that that you know we saw this spring is that the brands all have uh, a different definition of of what hybrid means to them, and I think that's sort of the challenge going forward, and really what 2022 uh, is, is turning out to be is, is it's experimentation. So perhaps moving into 2023, we'll see a more consistent definition of, of what uh, hybrid actually means. You know, we do know um, that buyers have been trained on, the dig- on digital attendance, that they're, as we said before, that they have evolved expectations, uh, for what they're going to experience, we know that new technologies, you know, have combined uh, to make a very strong business case for hybrid. Uh, we saw a study uh, earlier this year from from Gartner uh, that says by 2024, you know, a third of, of of large IT companies will adopt a virtual first event model, right? So. Virtual is is really here to, to stay uh, with us. I agree, Phil. A virtual first event model really is the next step to unlocking sponsorship value. Smartly marketing to the virtual audience, utilizing campaign thinking year long. Events should be just one touch point on an ongoing campaign that drives and accelerates the pipeline. And Phil, you just said something that, that I, I brought back a memory is everyone says hybrid is new. Hybrid is the new thing. But look outside our industry, right? And and Phil, my family is a soccer family, and and you know, and I love football as they call it in Europe. But you know what? Look at the way folks consume media. And hybrid has been around for years. Look at the World Cup. There are folks that want to watch the World Cup soccer tournament on television, right? They want to do it from their home and, and their own experience. Others like myself want to go out to my favorite Irish bar in Killington, Vermont, and have a pint of Guinness and, and enjoy the camaraderie of watching the game together. Then others in my family would want to go to the World Cup, whether it's being held in France or wherever, and experience that, that, that event the way they want to experience it. So hybrid, while new maybe to the event industry, 
has been around for years in other forms of industries. So in theory, the value of a hybrid sponsorship should exceed the individual values of virtual or in-person opportunities alone. We'll need to use 2022, as you're saying, Phil, to develop the metrics that will enable us to understand and report out attendee sentiment and behavioral changes driven by attendance at hybrid events. Yeah, agreed. So, so really, I think you know where we go from here uh, with our discussion. I think really is to to begin to delve into you know how are we going to do this? How are we going to put together this new sponsorship model? You know, and and after producing uh, so many virtual events over the past couple of years. Uh, as you said, started to say that we know that hybrid event models are expensive. We haven't yet determined if event attendance will return to pre-pandemic levels. You know, we do know that most of our clients uh, prepared themselves and uh, you know for smaller audiences. You know, one thing uh, that we that we know is clear to us is that sponsor and exhibitor revenue is even more important to our clients, given that uh, we didn't, we're, we aren't back to 2019 attendee levels. So, you know, working with you, you know, we offer our clients a, you know, a comprehensive sponsorship strategy that really is going to, you know, transcend formats uh, from live to virtual and hybrid. It's going to be a strategy that will be focused on, you know, the brand's business requirements, the sponsor's objectives uh, and exhibitor needs and driving qualified attendees uh, into their pipeline. So Gordon, what is your approach uh, in in working with with, uh, your clients, you know, in this new normal? I think, Phil, first and foremost, our approach is that of a consultant. We need to deeply understand the sponsor's business, their goals, their challenges, and most importantly, their business relationship with the client. Then we can define their objectives. We can think beyond the booth, develop opportunities which drive value. But to drive value, we must focus on lead generation and building pipeline. We always seek out sponsor feedback combined with industry trends and competitor analysis. This drives a cycle of process improvements year over year or event over event. Great. That's, that, that's terrific. So, you know, brands, they, they've got an opportunity to reinvent sponsorship, right, to, to drive the value that you just spoke of, um, to drive revenue for themselves as well as their partners. Change means placing a higher value on their sponsorship, their sponsor relationships. You know, it means educating and leading sponsors through a strategic process, which is very different than, than, than the approach uh, that we, we tried uh, prior to the pandemic. <clears throat> it certainly means uh, being much more closely aligned uh, to new B2B buyers who, you know, we've said multiple times in this discussion that their expectations have changed. Uh, They are used to uh, spending much more time now uh, online, understanding products and services before they show up at an event. So at Envision, 
we deliver, you know, these strategic programs, you know, that are built on data and insights and a clear understanding of the needs of, of new B2B buyers. So we ask our audiences here uh, to reach out to me at phil.stanley at iv.com to learn more about how Envision and event marketing partners can help clarify your sponsorship objectives, build an enduring sponsorship platform, and to be able to drive revenue for you and your community of sponsors. And thank you very much uh, for joining us uh, at our podcast. Thank you. Thank you.